You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou, the one-on-one series. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. What's up, guys? Big Lou here. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Bike. And tonight's special guest is Mr. John Curley. And he is a great ambassador for the sport. Um, he's got a race series called Non-Dot Adventures and also skill clinics. And he's also one of the more important guys uh, when we go do some trail work at Oaks. Uh, if you guys know where Oaks is at, it's in Orange County um, near Irvine Park. So it's one of the more popular parks that everybody rides. So, John, welcome to the show. Oh, I thank you, Lou, for having me on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome to, to have you on the show. Um, so we're going to get to know John, uh, the real John Curdy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I was born in Redding, California. Okay. I uh, moved down to Irvine pretty much straight off. So I grew up in Irvine. Nice planned community. Yeah. And uh, didn't a lot of it. track homes up there, right? Oh, track homes <laughs> are crazy. But lots of kids, uh, lots of playtime. Yeah. Uh, the street was always um, where, whereabouts? It's fun. Uh, Green Tree across the street from Irvine High. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There's still a few people that live in there that we know. Yeah. Those, those are, that's the old part of Irvine, right? Yes. The older part of Irvine. Like Built in 72. Okay. So it's you, you were surrounded new. by uh, um, strawberry fields and orchards and whatnot, right? Oh, yeah. Nurseries and stuff no, like that. No, you could run around at them. You'd play tag out there. Yeah. So. Cool. They're gone. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a little small patch, you know, patches here and there of, of organic uh, uh, farms and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So you're, from, you know, you're born, uh, you're so you're a SoCal guy. I am. Yeah. I haven't gone far. <laughs> you're not very far. Uh, let's talk about your first bike. Oh, my goodness. Uh, definitely some hand-me-downs as a kid, but uh, it was sixth grade. I got my first BMX bike with uh, handbrakes, <laughs> diamond back, nice and shiny chrome. Nice. Oh, it was awesome. That was like, that was the biggest thing right down back in the day is like all the, all the BMX bikes were all chrome. For the most part, you know, there were very few that were like painted or whatever. Oh yeah, no, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So, so um, did you get into like BMX racing at all, or just kind of just hanging out with your friends, riding I, around? Yeah, point A to point B. Uh, paper route. I had paper route in sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. So, really? Yeah, I used it for that. How did how did that how did that work? You know, back in the day. I mean, we don't have that nowadays. So, you know, for for the younger crowd, like, what, what's a paper route? Oh man, <laughs> bigger is better. You know, if you could if you could hold about thirty papers in your uh, saddlebags and you uh-huh. took off and just had to make sure to keep them uh evenly weighed yeah uh, make sure you didn't run into anything because you could definitely tip over what, what what was your route like i mean how many how many homes did you have to go I had about and deliver 28 to 32 wow and uh was it wasn't it, too bad an hour it? in the afternoon okay so it was every day type of deal oh yeah every day huh yeah dad dad would drive me around on sunday mornings <laughs> that's cool yeah it was fun a little dad time uh, so when did you get your first like real mountain oh, man. bike? It was uh, senior year in high school. Uh huh. My buddy Gil Alfaro that I met in uh, auto shop of all places. Okay. We both stood up and said we liked snowboarding. So all of a sudden we were friends from then on. Nice. And uh, he said I gotta go. I'm like really? Okay. <laughs> and uh, I did. Never thought I'd uh, wear bike socks or bike shorts, but 
Or spandex. Or spandex. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. So what, what was your first bike, though? What, I mean, what It was you... a Haro. A Haro, okay. Yeah, front so was... suspension. Okay. And, uh, yeah, old school brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Cantilever brakes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, V-brakes did not exist yet. Yeah. So was it like a 3x7 or something, or what was the gearing on those things back in the day? Um, uh, yeah, the only thing I remember is going up Mustard and stopping two or three times. At Whiting Ranch. Okay, so that was that was that your your uh, your your go to uh, trail system? Oh, man, we had Whiting, Aliso, and no, we rode the Oaks okay. back then too. So, um, how much has it changed from you know twenty years ago, or whatever, to now? I mean, have we lost trails? Have we gained trails? I mean, what do you think? We really haven't. I mean, haven't lost too much. Okay, I mean, in the sense of if you know of a trail that was there in the past mm-hmm. that's what we want to find those are the ones that we can say hey guys can we refurbish this okay um otherwise making a new trail takes a little bit more work <laughs> well, as far as getting it passed legally yeah yeah we'll, we'll talk about that uh so you have a race series that you do here at the in the local park system we do we take we have four races we put on okay um the actual race series was started by our buddy ron sawicki yeah and uh he did it for a few years we were all there's three families. We were all volunteering mm-hmm. um, pretty heavily, and uh, he finally is fed up with it. And uh, we're like, we want this. We want to keep doing it. It's yeah. much fun. Yeah. Um, our kids were having uh, – the kids were having a blast. Missy mm-hmm. and I do not have kids, but uh, Andy and Heather do, who mm-hmm. are also part of Non-Dot. Uh, Jake and Gina Miller also. They have three three kids. Yeah. Oh, man, it's a hoot. <laughs> and they're good on bikes, too. Yeah, the little kids. Oh, <laughs> it, it's fun. And they're good at everything. They're – and they don't stop. So much energy. Wow. I wish I could get some of that. <laughs> Whatever. Bottle it up. <laughs> you're still going. Yeah. Trying. I'm mm. trying. What time did you start this morning? Uh, five o'clock. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's my uh, second cup, cup of coffee, though. Ooh. So, uh, so uh, let's talk about more about the series. Um, like, where, where, where are they at? Um, like, the schedule. Yeah. Um, why, why continue these race series? I mean, they're fun, but um, there's got to be... The politics involved of scheduling and, and dealing with hikers and 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 runners and stuff like that, and then obviously the rangers and the relationship that you need to have with the rangers to, to keep it going, right? Well, that's the biggest door it's opened up. It's opened up the door communicating with the rangers, mm-hmm. um, becoming an OC Parks volunteer. It's gotten me more involved in trail work, um, but just more involved in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number of people we keep meeting more and more people, uh, but at the same time, all the people that are racing are meeting each other, mm-hmm. and this whole network of Community, this community is growing. Yeah, and uh, we've got other race series locally. We have Over the Hump. Yep. which is a great gathering, um, but it's big. It's a hammer fest. Oh, that too. <laughs> oh man, I, it's not my type of race. Yeah. It's, uh, it's totally whereas different. you know we're putting on races in those parks or trails that people ride on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and uh, I I like it because I know the trails by heart. Yeah. So that means when I get out there to race, I'm not having to think about what's going on as much. Mm-hmm. I can just enjoy the spectators, enjoy the the racers around me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also there's volunteers out there all over the place that are doing some entertaining too. Yeah, uh, it's not just your average bike ride. Right. So what what are the um, the parks that you guys hold your so races? We got we start off with a, a time trial at Whiting Ranch. Okay. Um, it goes up the steepest hill that. I ever want to climb. <laughs> it goes up dreaded. It's called dreaded hill too. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Come out and race dreaded hill. It's, yeah, um, and then it, it goes down. Awesome single track though. Yeah, so uh, uh, Whiting, that's that's more towards like Rancho Santa Margarita area, right? It is. Okay. 
Um, so and then we do a race at Casper's okay. Regional Park, which is down off Ortega Highway. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful area down there. Great scenery, and it's not covered with homes yet. They're coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I did some work out there. Um, the new Cow Camp Trail, whatever it is up there, you know, and they're still on the backside. They're still, they're still building. Oh yeah. So and and they're talking about some kind of like a another connector from Orange County to Corona or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's, we don't stop. If well, we did, would be it wouldn't be good. It's you know that's a, that's a tough part. You know, yeah. um, I know the. A lot of guys lost their um, Oakley Trails, right? The, oh yeah, their home building. Yep. So did you? Did were you? You didn't. You weren't involved in that, right? I mean, I that was, was that was kind of like an unsanctioned uh, part of the. Uh, I would have loved to have had them. You know, something like that. That's uh, the legal side of it. We just need to be honored that we were able to use the dirt and the trails while they're there. Yeah. I mean, so many landowners won't even let you use their trails. Yeah. Or well, use their property yeah, yeah the, um, the biggest landowner here in orange county is uh the Irvine company oh yeah they spend yeah. a lot of money kicking people off yeah they own, they own, yeah. They own most of orange well irvine at least you know <laughs> that's why it's called <laughs> Irvine, right so yeah so we have uh uh we have the uh, whiting time trail and then we have caspers and we have a race at a we just got done with our race at elisa woods yeah how was that race oh man that was a blast yeah oh, such a great group now that that's probably one of the most challenging races right because you have to go up uh what is that uh you gotta go mathis mathis it's yeah. steep and that's like two miles up. Something, right? Nah, maybe a mile. Okay. Well, for me, it's My, like five it, miles. It man. feels like five miles. <laughs> Especially the, 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 the start of it. You know, it's like, dude, like you're, you know, for me, the, my heart rate's already like the 170. It's like, oh, crap, dude. Like, it's, it's going to be tough. You can't pace yourself on that one. It's hard. Especially when you're, you when you ride it, it's, you know, it's different. And then when you're racing, like, it's like, yeah. your mentality just changes like a switch. Honestly, I'm, I mean, the tough part, I think, is, I mean, Rocket's not worth the climb. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great little loop that we send people on a race, and it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not going to motivate me to go up math this multiple times. Right. And it just doesn't have any flow. It's Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a little sketchy. So when, when you're putting these races on, um, what's your game plan to, like, the routes and stuff like that? I mean, do the routes change uh, every year? Routes have stayed, pretty, uh, stayed the same for the most part. Uh, it's a matter of creating a loop uh, that's 8 to 10 miles for beginners mm-hmm. and something that we can – have the sports do another lap and get that 15 miles, and then the elites do 20 to 22 miles. Oh, that's what they're elites, man. They yeah, can do it, right? Exactly. <laughs> but we don't want to close the whole park down, so you got to keep try to keep the park open. Yeah. Um. So you're, and then you can't cross each other. You don't want two way traffic of racers on the same fire road or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. Um. So logistics. Yeah. And then so, and then we have one we have one more coming up, right? One more of my favorite, Santiago Oaks. Yeah. That's your so, that's your baby right there. Oh, huh? I love it out there. <laughs> it's just fun. So and th- that's that's a that's a tough one too. Cause you know, you go up, uh, you know, you do the dam, right? And then you go up Mountain Goat and yep. then you come across and you go up Bumblebee. Get to come down Yucca. Come down Yucca and then you go up Barm or uh, Coach, Coach Whip. Whip, yeah. Down Barm Ridge. Yep. Which is a free for all right now. Yeah, so uh let's talk about that. I mean they so, wanted to be able to get a fire truck out to the end. So who who's the one that went up there? Was that uh, was that the county uh, or was it the fire department or who went up there? Uh, and, uh, the park hired uh, a crew to go in there. Okay. So. And they like plowed everything. They right? did. You know, it's a clean slate. Yeah. That's how I look at it. <laughs> That's so, a positive way of thinking about it. I it, mean, people are, I you know, I people are not too happy about it. But it just kept getting. It used to be six feet wide, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a good portion of people that don't like rock. 
So yeah. they will go to the side to get on that dirt, whatever mm-hmm. cost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the trail was at least 15 feet wide in areas. Yeah. Because yeah, of that. Um, yeah. So now those people that were push- making the trail wider, well, they can go anywhere they want to now. Dang. Yeah. So, so I mean, what's the plan? For, so, so the whole purpose of that was to uh, have access for a fire truck because, you know, obviously we had we had a lot of rain down here in Orange County in, in, in SoCal. Yeah. So now, you know. Fire, but they've also had some accidents out there. And mm-hmm. uh, the Anaheim Fire Department's like, well, I'd like to be able to drive a truck out there. Yeah. Um, and they just haven't been able to. They've been getting practice in the helicopter, though. Yeah. They'll fly you out of there. Yeah, I know. Um, um, I was uh, I was doing a ride with, with Scott McLean and uh, and he had an accident kind of towards the bottom. Uh, what a little kiosk is that? Uh, head on collision with another cyclist. I mean, it it, it was an accident that happened, but um, <clears throat> they were concerned because he had a concussion. Okay. And so the chopper was flying around, you know, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's, it was, they call it a remote rescue. Yeah. So they flew it around. They're like, okay, no, that's you know, we'll just have the the fire department come in. They came in, and then uh, I think uh, Ranger Jim. Yep, Jim yeah. Simpkins. Yeah, he you know he came he was actually on his way out. He was done for the day and came back and you know helped these guys out. So they're nice. They're yeah. great guys. Yeah, he's a cool dude. They have a job to do, but no, they're, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah. So yeah, the race of the Oaks. Uh, we should have about well about two hundred would be the goal. Mm-hmm. That's how many we had last year. Uh, there's twenty different classes, so we break people up. Uh, so we'll be starting people in groups of about ten. Okay. So it's enough that you can look around and. Pretty much know who's in your uh, category. Yeah. And uh, it's just, just go for it. You're right. <laughs> this is an opportunity to ride with people at your same speed. Yeah. Um, it's an opportunity to improve your riding mentally mm-hmm. because that pressure of having those people around you, Yeah. you have to control it. Yeah. Whether it's making you go too fast or, you know, makes you nervous. So. Well, you know, the, the awesome thing like with, uh, with, with Over the Hump is – uh, when I when I do the race when I go race, I, you know I just get encouragement from people like hey you know keep going Lou whatever and, and I was like dude that's kind of keeps me going, yeah you know and and you know volunteers and people go out there and watch their you know their friends and family race so you get that crowd building up you know along the trails so it's pretty oh. cool to to get people especially like when you're uh, down shoots, you know you get you know you get a bunch of hecklers there. Yep. Now spectating the spectators are key for me. Mm-hmm. I mean that's how I met you for the first time. Yeah. You were out there spectating Danny. Yeah. And I I like this. I like this guy. He's out here <laughs> supporting mountain biking. Yeah. And uh, you know even trying to convince the racers that they're putting on a show and not just trying to see who's going to win. Yeah. That's a whole another story. Right. We're, we're, we're extremely competitive. Um. Well, people want to win. People want to win. <laughs> Uh, which is great. Yeah, right. Uh, but there's there's so many other aspects, mm-hmm. and you just gotta look at different angles. Okay. Yeah. So I, I remember in the past there was more there was more races, right? There was uh, like five races, six races. Uh, yeah, there the was past? one at O'Neill. Okay. Uh, that one we haven't got we haven't done. Okay. And what uh, happened there with that one? There's a there's a horse community there. Okay. That uh, doesn't want a mountain bike race. So now let's you know it's gonna be kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? Honestly, Ron got these started. This uh, the parks approved one race in the OC parks a year, mm-hmm. um, but other than that, it is up to the ranger. They make the call. Okay, so each park obviously has has a certain ranger that you have to work with, and the ranger that kind of oversees that park, that park yep. is not cool with uh, with having mountain bike races there. Based on what everything going on, yeah, based okay. on what he he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, so he's getting some pressure then. I I think so. Yeah. Because he's a nice guy. Yeah. So. 
So, so those are the struggles that you have to deal with when putting on a, you know, trying to trying to get a race scheduled, right? Because I mean, what's the process of of, of putting on a race? Um, oh let's man, twenty eighteen. Are you already getting plans going for twenty eighteen now? Not quite yet. Okay, we'll wait till we get done with this last race. Okay, so yeah, kind forward. of break it down. Like, how do how do how do you get going on on putting a race on? Well, in, in just being a, lo- a local race series. I mean, we've got it's all local people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not pulling in people nationwide, uh, but we are. We want to try to avoid some of the big races, some of the Kinder Cups. Um, maybe we were trying to avoid some of the Enduro races, but that seemed to slow up a little bit. Okay. Um, but no, we want to avoid some of the some of the races that our customers are going to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, just and then it's timing. When when do we have time? When we go to Sea Otter every year. Um, so there's a few things that we're all the non dot team is doing. Okay. That we have to plan around. So you guys want to overlap with like bigger races because then obviously that's that's gonna kind of pull pull some of your racers because they're gonna go to that one, right? Yeah, no, and there's always some key people. It's like we're always bummed that people go somewhere else, mm-hmm. and uh, we've gotten used to that. It was a little harder the first couple, first year. Yeah, second year, okay, we're not. It's okay, <laughs> and uh, it you know it, it turns out it works. Yeah, there's, there's there's always people. We have a ton of people here in Orange County that ride bikes. Yeah, um, and we're able to get them together. Well, we're pretty fortunate. There's a, there's a lot of race series going on. You know, there's uh, you know non dot. There's over the hump. There's a Kenda Cup. There's um, um, Omar does a Navi time stuff, uh, kind of up in Glendora area up there, okay. San Dimas. And then um, then Donnie's got his stuff going on in Southridge. Oh yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of racing going on um, throughout the whole year, which we're pretty fortunate. You know, when it rains, okay, and then after that, it's you know game time type of deal. You know, have fun and race. So, um, what are the struggles, be- you know, besides you know dealing with um, people that don't want us <laughs> on these trails that you know that we're allowed on? <laughs> you know, most, honestly, the people are in support of it. Okay. Uh, every once you'll definitely shock somebody. They went to the park. They have a plan. Mm-hmm. And they're on a mission, and then you tell them the trail is closed and they can't do it. They're they're a little frustrated. Yeah. They're they're not ready for that. Yeah. Um. But other other than that, everybody's like, sweet, good for you guys. Yeah. Out here doing what you love and working hard. Yeah. So, so this, the the uh, the county allows only one uh, one discipline a year per park. Is that is that how it works? It, or, it's or? more of the trail closure. I think that our mountain bike races have to have. Okay. Um, we can't have other people on the trails with how fast riders are going downhill. Right. Um, so that's some of the other events. They're not closing the trails. Okay. So like, they can do like a few running more. and stuff like that. Yeah. They can, they can still keep it open. Exactly. Okay. So I mean, how can we work on improving that and you know having more races in our park system? Can well, it be done? I mean, right now I think that the usage is up and it's actually, it's it's a big burden on the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also brings in revenue, right? I mean, it's not. They're not after. They're not a. They're not ran like that. OC Parks, I mean, after becoming a volunteer, they use a lot of volunteers. They're okay. very efficient with their money. Um, it's not about revenue. It's about experience. Okay. So they're trying to, to provide an experience to their customers. Mm-hmm. Which, so, is, which is us, right? Which it is us. <laughs> um, but it varies. I mean, San Diego Oaks, mountain bikers would be the top user. Mm-hmm. You get to some of these other parks, that's not always the case. Yeah, I mean, Elisa, a lot of hikers and yeah, runners. Aliso has a lot of uh, a lot of hikers and runners out there. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go try to put a race on at Peters Canyon. Right? Oh, that really? That, yeah, no. Let's ruin how many people's weekend? Yeah, it's kind of it's tough because you know 
we have a passion for cycling, oh, yeah. you know, and you know, but runners have a passion for running, and you know, of course, you know, people want to ride their horses and stuff yeah. around the, the park. So it's 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 a fine line, and you know, you're the one that gets brunt of it anyway because you're the one putting on the race on, so people are yelling at you know John. <laughs> it's just a matter of there's you gotta deal with that one negative or two negatives. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, mountain biking has you know it's changed my life. I think it's great for everybody. Um, but it's more the act of being outside, mm-hmm. um, being open, um, and that's what the parks provide. And when we put the race on there, it takes it away. Yeah. So you know you can't just do that whenever. Yeah, it's 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 kind of tough. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I want to support people getting out there hiking. Right, right. So. Yeah, because you know you, one of you know one of these days they might be like, you know what, I want to ride on my bike, and then all of a sudden, hey, I want to race. Talking. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you got a convert. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what's your what's your day to day? What do you do for a living? I uh, family business. Okay. So that's why I haven't gone too far. Um, Missy works with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sell food items for gift baskets. Okay. Um, it's seasonal, so that's what allows me to have time to do trail work during the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's busy September through December. Okay. So this year I'm stoked getting uh, our last race is in sep- September uh, 9th. Okay. So in the past we've always uh, ended in November. Okay. And uh, I didn't have time to do anything for the last race. Uh-huh. So it feels good. I got trail work <laughs> planned already for getting the oaks ready. Yeah. Um, so your business is, what you said uh, food well, gifts? Or? Food items for gift baskets. Okay. So, so it's like an online store? or I mean, It is. Okay. And we have a, a store where some people walk in. Okay. Um, where do you get located? We're in Orange. Okay. By Angel Stadium. Right on. Yeah. How can people get a hold of you if they want a gift basket? Ooh. They, or if, if they're looking for a product to give away. Okay. Uh, giftbasketsupplies.com. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you, you guys you guys pretty much build it all you know, yourselves there? Or no, we don't, so we don't have to build anything. Our customers are doing that. Your customers are doing yeah, that? Yeah. Our customers build it. How does that work? Well, we just sell them the stuff to go in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a kit? Uh, in a sense. I mean, our product is different than your store product. It's based on packaging. Okay. So that that gift that you get, this is your food wrapped nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you put a whole bunch of nice, nicely wrapped food inside a package, mm-hmm. and you can design a gift basket. Okay. So it's more about the look, the perceived value on the face, something fun to open, mm-hmm. and uh, a gift that, it isn't just going to sit there. Right. Most people will eat it. <laughs> nice. There's always something good. Uh, what bike are you on right now? I am currently riding a Black Market. Okay. And that's based on uh, riding out in the Oaks with Carter, okay. who uh, owns the company. Right. And he's a, he's a local, right? He is a local. Okay. Uh, the company is focused on dirt jumpers. Okay. And uh, this is their free ride bike. And that's, I want something different. Um, I like the geometry of it. Okay. So I wanted the slack head angle. Okay, is it a, what is it, a 29er? Uh, it is a 29er. Okay. What's the travel on that thing? Uh, five inches. Okay. Five inch travel bike? Okay. Well, 66 and a half degree head angle up front. Wow. Slash tra- endurer bike. It weighs 30 pounds. Okay. That's okay. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, and it's not even carbon. It's aluminum, right? Uh, correct. Yeah, it's aluminum bike. Yeah, it's not carbon. So. Yeah, you try staying up with these racers on it. <laughs> Brutal. They, keep, they just keep getting faster. They are, right? I mean, it's crazy how technology is just, just you know, every year is like, lighter faster you know and it's just it's hard to keep up with uh with the industry you know standards change all the time you're like oh great like my bike's obsolete now now i gotta buy something you know with boost now you know what i mean it's a reason to spend money 
Yeah. For right. me, it was learning that I had to switch up my front cas- cassette more often. Okay. Or just not let my chain wear out. <laughs> that, that might be a good idea, too. How often do you ride during the week? Uh, the, you know what? I mentally just go into the week trying to ride every day. And okay. uh, usually I ride four or five days. Okay. So today was only an hour, but I got to ride. We're, uh, so Oaks is your kind of your okay. I don't want to have to drive, and the reason <laughs> I ride a bike is I don't have to drive. So you, so you, so you ride to the park, and then you oh, ride yeah. back home. No, we're walking distance. Okay, cool. No, we bought the cool. home close to the park for a nice. reason. So you had a strategy. Location. Yeah, location, location. location. <laughs> so, so uh, now the, uh, the Irvine Company is set to start building some homes uh, near the entrance of, of Irvine, right? So what's going to happen there? So we're going to lose, uh, um, what is that, Puma Ridge now? Is that what's going to happen? Um, you know, there was some posts up there, and it looked like they were encroaching on it. I'm not sure exactly what. Um, I just know that Irvine Company believes in trails so and that they're important to development. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just sit back and wait to see what they do. Okay. I'm not going to get it. I don't get into the political stuff. Yeah, that's tough with that because mm. – they got the money to, to do whatever, well, almost whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. You know, they for the most part, they do a good job. Yeah. So, and if they're not going to do a good job, then maybe they have a reason. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, okay. So, we're talking about the trail work. Um, let's talk about trail work at Oaks. I mean, that's your baby. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, everybody, mountain bikers like to go fast. and uh, You like I'm, to go fast. I, I love to go fast. I've, I've been out there, uh, you know, just running around, you know, struggling, and, and you're out there at the, at the uh, what is that, the three Bs, right, the very top of the kiosk, and, you know, there's some cool rock features, you know, and you're out there just like with, with the young kids, you know, and you're showing them how it's done. I'm oh, like, I love man, it. Like, man, John, like, this guy's, this guy's badass. <laughs> I, I'll show the adults, too, but a lot of times they don't want to play. No, 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 man. And if you don't, I mean, you don't have the muscle memory. I mean, even bunny hopping up a curb right now, uh, my body's getting old, and I feel it. And it's like, I got to I gotta practice because I want to be able to bunny hop up a curb for the next 20 years. Okay. Um, but, yeah, tr- going fast. Uh, my thing with trails, um, st- sustainability, mm-hmm. um, speed. Okay. And uh, now I'm blanking. Wow. <laughs> so, you okay, like uh, do you get a lot of slack? Uh, you know, when, when people go out there, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's more of a flow trail now. You know, they're kind of getting rid of, like, some of the, the, the harder features. I mean. So change change is always tough. Um, yeah. Everybody's got a different view on how they want it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, you know, I want I want to be able to be in the air. I want to be able to jump. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to go faster. But I can't do that unless I have control. Okay. And that control comes with traction. That mm-hmm. traction comes with G-force. Um, and it's a matter of the trail being shaped right. Okay. Um, we shape the trail right. We can have more fun and be safer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's trails you can bomb straight down, but would you want to be doing doubles in the middle of that and just keep gaining speed? Um, and people, Snow Summit, Snow Summit shapes their trails. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a toss-up. For me, my main focus is getting water off the trail. Mm-hmm. So when I dig drainage, I'll shape when I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you, do you have, so, um, if somebody wants to go out and work, you know, you have to, you know, how do, how do people get involved in, in, in helping out the, the yeah. trail system? So here in Orange County, we have two nonprofits that do a lot of work. Share Mountain Bike Club is uh, involved in all the OC parks. Mm-hmm. And then specifically down in Laguna, you got Laguna Canyon Foundation. Um, and through there, through Share is who I got involved with. I became the park ambassador for San Diego Oaks. How long did that take? 
uh, putting your hand up. That's it, huh? Yeah. That's all it took. It really did. Cool. Um, so, but then from there, you know, taking action. And uh, we've had some trail work days. We try to do one in December and then one in uh, January or February. Mm-hmm. And we'll get 30 or 40 people out there and uh, just start covering the trails and getting water off, keeping them from getting washed out. Okay. When it, when it, when it rains. It, when it rains, it can pour, though. Yeah. We live, in a, we live in a desert. Yeah, we do live in a desert, even though people don't think so, but we do. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty arid here. Uh, okay, so um, what are the, the main focus of trails and oaks that you that you try to focus on if you go out there? Because I, I know you have little little lockers for, like, tools and stuff like oh, that, wow. right? Yeah, that was the ranger before the ranger. Yeah. I'm not too into that. Okay. I have a bob trailer. I tow my tools out. Okay. Um, it's... The, I don't know, look, location. They're not in the right spot, mm-hmm. if, unfortunately for me. Okay. Um, I have used them a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's been times where it's like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop in the middle of this ride and take care of something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've just been, they they put a lock on it, so it made people want to open it. Yeah. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> Curiosity, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. There must be something good in there. Yeah. So, um, so what are the trails that you focus on when you go out on a, you know, like let's say you have a set trail day, or whatever. I mean, or obviously like shoots, uh, cactus, yucca. Or... Yeah. So, I mean, my main focus is the main goal is the worst areas. You know, okay. the area that you know what if it rains again, this trail is going to go down another two inches, and then we're really going to have to do more work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those areas stand out to me the most. Uh, yucca is my top trail to work on because mm-hmm. it's the closest to the house. It, uh, you can access it rarely soon after the rain, mm-hmm. and it's the first trail I do every day or on my rides. Okay. So that's where I get pumped up. Yucca. That's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I go, go straight into coach whip, and in my idea of a good downhill, I want to get to the bottom and be out of breath. Right. I want to work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yucca. Cactus is tough. It's clay, and when it's wet, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. When it's dry, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. So, so people don't know like oaks. Like, can you describe like the trail? I mean, the dirt that we have that oaks. We have some really good dirt, actually. Okay. Um, it's a mix of clay, rock, and sand, mm-hmm. and uh, it almost like a sandstone. Um, if you pack it, it can be hard as a rock. Um, simply amazing. There are a few areas that are more dominant clay, and a few that are more rock. Uh, but overall, uh, compared to other places, I, I, we're blessed with the dirt we have. Yeah. So, just need water. That's. Uh, is there any plans in the future to like have some kind of like a water supply where well, you know we can? Laguna's been doing it. Have they? They've been driving a truck up and uh, running a hose. Okay. And uh, I've got a project in coming up that I'm going to take some water out there. The ranger's going to drive it out. Big and, water truck. Uh, you know, it's just a tank that's in the back of the. Um, okay, so that pickup. That's like 500 gallons. Yeah, like it's ample. Yeah. Um, it's not going to take that much. Uh, you know, if we can get the dirt wet two or three inches down, we should be able to shape and pack it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out the top of Yucca, the fire, fire road. We've already shaped the, the berms. Okay. And instead of bombing the fire road, which right now has stutter bumps, breaking bumps already. Yeah. It only took about a month. Right. Um, we'll take and put turns all the way down that thing. Uh, I count it. I think there's eight turns that we'll have. And uh, if they get packed and shaped right, the goal would be able to be able to go faster down it than going straight, mm. um, with your control increased significantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun factor would definitely be higher. Okay, so so um, we were talking about how the the um, 
the far, you know the rangers came or the county decided to plow you know uh, oh, shoots yes barm ridge barm ridge yes barm ridge so what are your plans for for barm ridge now i mean is it a free-for-all like anybody can go out there and start you know you know i mean how does this work because i i've seen people you know when i'm on a ride somewhere and they're you know they're you know they're out there doing something yeah so I, as the park ambassador i'm pretty lenient it's dirt it, nothing's what are you gonna do to it if you do something wrong we can fix it mm-hmm. um you, know, you don't. You don't. Want, like, you don't encourage that. Hey, you know, go out there and. and uh, um. I encourage. Let me know what's going on. Okay. Um, I would go out there with somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, if somebody get, sent me a picture and said this is what I want to do, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, go. I'd go out there and check it out. If there is something wrong with it, then you know, it's got to be. It's got to be fixed. It's got to be fixed. Yeah. Um, we do have the park does have sign-in sheets, uh, release forms. There, you know, there's legal things that yeah. we can get put into place. Yeah. Because we got, you know, we have to, we have to keep in mind that it's not the trails are not just for mountain bikers; it's no, for everybody. They, so they really you can't. Are. So that's that's one of the tough parts for you is that that you have to keep other other people in mind besides the the, it, the cyclist. You know, in the flow, the flow trail, I think it really does work. Um, it gives us so much more control. I think our stopping power is double compared to just a straightaway. Mm-hmm. Um, it also tells the hiker where we're going to be. Um, a fire road. Or even a rocky trail. The hiker has no idea where we're going to be. You know, um, my brother's been out there riding, and, you know, they do, like, hawk or waterfall, and they run into hikers going up that trail. Oh, they love hiking up hawk. Love it. So, I mean, I, I don't know I don't know. if there's been any accidents, you know, recently with that. Yeah. Uh, is any way to get signage where, you know, it's, like, more of a, of a you know downhill like like you know you know what i mean like yeah, no. there, there's signages um i think on hawk where it's not recommended for for horses well, yeah that right? doesn't mean a thing for a hiker right uh, you know even at the bottom of uh shoots there's two routes well which one do you want to go up if you're if you've never been there you don't know yeah um no i'd like to have signs that are green blue black kind of like hey how steep is this mm-hmm. um i think it would be great to have uh, route suggestions for the park um, kind of get everybody going in the same direction. Yeah, just to, just to avoid avoid some head-ons, some, some head-ons. Yeah, sure. That's not yeah. nobody know, wants that. I know Danny. You know he he avoided avoided the hikers, but you know at the expense of you know blowing up a wheel. So well, that, <laughs> and that means you know maybe going too fast. Yeah, and you know especially if we're out on training rides. Um, mm-hmm. and and that's where the turns do come in. We we can practice so many other things than just speed. Right, right. There, there's a lot more. But you practice. know, it's it's that one. You know, it's like the kind of like the little little waterfall section where you can you can you know take that turn. Yeah. You know where, but you can go straight down. I mean, all of a sudden they're there. Yeah. They're oh. Like, oh crap! You know, so he you know he you know you know almost ditched the bike and like blew up the wheel. And he's like, yeah, oh, man, he wasn't happy about that. But no. it, you know, it happens. You know, but it's better than somebody getting hurt. Yeah. No, and that the um the park has bought bells that we can put on our bikes. Um, our bikes are extremely quiet now. They are. They really are. So uh, <laughs> motorcycles are actually safer in some sense because you can hear them. Right. Our bikes are silent. Yeah. No, so the it's, it's very rare that you get a, you know any chain slap going on on, on on these new bikes, especially with their the clutch system and the retention system. So it's they're pretty quiet. Yeah, it's impressive. So you're saying the parks provide what bells? Bells, where, yeah. Where, where can people get these bells? Oh, my goodness. Well, the rangers, we're handing them out. We do have a new ranger at Santiago Oaks. but Who's a new ranger? Uh, Nick. Okay. Yeah. Came over from Irvine Open Space. 
Okay. Neat guy. He's planned to meet me on the trail to discuss trail work and help me organize, get water out there. Cool. And uh, and he's letting me put a race on in the park. So nice. Uh, so where can people get these bells? They they go to the website, or is there a website where people can get these bells, or what? <laughs> you want to keep people safe, so, John? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a time when uh, the ranger was handing them out. The goal would be to put a box at the top. Okay. Uh, nothing has been done with that yet. Um, Share Mountain Bike Club has some also. They have yeah. set up some kiosks. Uh, right now, the only park uh, that has a bell system in place is Laguna. I do believe there is one at the bottom of Willow. Okay. At Laguna, in Laguna there. Mm-hmm. There's a bell box where you can get a bell. That's they, they're cool. free. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we're willing to give them to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they have magnets to silence them. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So obviously you got a bunch of bells or, a, or like a real nice bell on your bike. Uh, I just have one of the ones that they give yeah. me. <laughs> it, it works. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, my, not everybody likes it though. So it's I, I probably should take it off on rides with certain people. Really? You know? Yeah. I, I got I to gotta get one on my bike. It's just... You know, it's just a, it's a habit. You, you just have to, you know. And the cool thing is, it's, you know, some of them, you know, you can turn on, turn off. So yeah. it keeps it from being too too obnoxious for some people, right? I, wh- I whistle a lot coming into some of the turns. <laughs> All the places I know where people have gotten hit. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So you're saying there, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, choppers coming in and out uh, at Oaks or something like that? There was definitely a run of them. Yeah. So. Was it because of the trails or is it because um, just too many people on trails? I mean, what what do you think the factor was of well, that kind of stuff? I mean, I I think those are great lead into the clinics. I mean, it's skill, mm-hmm. it's knowing how to ride the bike, and uh, you know, if you don't practice riding down steep rocks or or jumping on a regular basis, and then all of a sudden you get out there, and you're forced to do it, uh, you know, you got instinct to kick in. Yeah. Um, but how much Panic. knowledge do you have? Okay. How much have you practiced it? You know, when was the last time you jumped off the curb? Uh, it's been a while, you know, <laughs> for me. Yeah. So, you know, if you went to ride in Moab and you need that skill. Yeah. So you guys, you guys were, you guys did, you do like a yearly trip. Uh, you guys were up in Oregon, right? Oh, we did, up to Bend, Oregon. Okay. Let's talk about that. Oh, flow trail, flow trail, flow trail. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, why, what, what, what draws you guys to, to that, to, to Bend? Honestly, it's a town. Um, I can ride to the forest and ride endless miles of single track from the ha- the house we stay at. Mm-hmm. Um, we have restaurants walking distance. Uh, downtown was walking distance. You know, in the summer, they have concerts every Thursday night. They have Saturdays. They have something going on down there, too. Always. Are these trail systems up there, are they vastly different from what we have here? Or, I mean, you know. Uh, they've been uh, have they been around longer than than our stuff down here in Orange County? No, but th- these smaller towns are have a growing economy in the mountain biking, okay. um, and they are building new trails. So they actually embrace the mountain bikers. Oh, right? they love them. Which you know maybe down here in Orange County maybe not so much, but it's just because we have so many activities you know in, over here in Orange County where it takes money. Yeah, and uh, you know there they're doing it for tourism. Uh, I don't think we spend much money on tourism. Well, maybe Disneyland does. I know there's money being spent, but not for mountain biking. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not trying to get people here. They're not trying to make it a destination. But can can it be a destination? Oh, I think so. Well, the year-round it, training we have here? Yeah. The year-round riding? Amazing. Well, I mean, we, we, we do get a lot of world-class uh, uh, mountain bikers down here because you can ride almost year-round. Well, almost year-round, what, like, three, like 300 yeah. days out of the year? You really we can, can. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, you get, you know, um, just guys from Europe coming over here and riding over here because, you know, they can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not back home. I'm sure they're probably snowed in at home or something, so they come out here. Yeah. And, uh, and our trails are steep. We have the challenging stuff. Mm -hmm. um, did, you, did you get to see the, uh, the video of Aaron Gwynn? You know, going, uh, I think, what was that? Uh, Down to Lonix? Yeah. Oh, man. so cool. I'm like, oh, that's how you launch off that rock. You just got to be going 40, then you yeah. can land on the uh, downhill. <laughs> it's amazing. That uh, guy's, that the guy trail's is. made for going fast. Yeah. Um, you go slow, and actually it's more difficult. And well, I noticed that. Yeah, let, let's, so let's, let's, uh, let's talk about your, your skill clinics that you guys do. What's, oh, the, yeah. what's the main purpose of that, skill clinics? Honestly, to empower the, the rider to know what they're doing. Um, I definitely benefited from them. I, my, I was eye open. My eyes were opened. I was like, really? Okay. Oh, that's what I'm doing. And a lot of things I did from instinct. There is no doubt about that. Did you, uh, did you get any training, uh, to put these clinics on? I mean, is there, is there like a, like, uh, a standard format, like a university, like, Hey, okay. <laughs> you guys come to school, learn how to do clinics yeah. or be a, a coach or so, something like that. You know what I mean? Like the biggest asset is being able to eyeball and identify the problem. Okay. Um, know what's correct to do, um, but then you know, saying okay, this is what you need to do to solve this, and because uh, you can watch videos, you can read stuff in a book, and honestly, I highly suggest it. Um, but I mean, for me, the biggest you know, we do turning. Uh, people don't use the side knobs on our tires. I mean, talking to Roger from Kenda, the side <laughs> knobs are huge, and it's like, well, we need to use them. Yeah. And so wait, are you turning so you use them or, or are you not? Mm -hmm. um, going off a drop are you just kind of letting your front tire drop or are you jumping because if you jump off it it's a little bit safer all of a sudden you can spot your landing mm -hmm. um but at the same time you're more prepared out on the trail to for an obstacle right uh break you can't i can't believe how many people don't break properly and uh they just don't get low enough their their body weight just kind of stays and it's like if you drop it y you can double your braking power mm -hmm. um so you, yeah. do, you do skill clinics at, uh, at each park, or how does that work? Uh, just Irvine Park. Just at Irvine Park. Plenty of parking. Um, okay. We have a good routine that we're able to do. Mm -hmm. uh, it's nice. We set up five stations, uh, five different coaches, and you rotate around with the group. Uh, having the people around is huge. Uh, you just feed off of them. Mm -hmm. Just that extra, well, they did it. I guess I better do it. Yeah. Um, a little bit of peer pressure. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But it's more just encouraging, you know, like, I can't show somebody how to do something and say, okay, do it. They're looking at me like, really? You make it look easy. Yeah. That, that doesn't solve anything. Yeah. Um, but when they see somebody else that's in the class with them, that's an equal, like, okay, I, I got this. Yeah. You, and then, you know, you guys go out to, uh, to Oak, I mean, to, um, over the hump and you get, and you bring some of your, Oh man, I, your, I take the teeter totter. Yeah, out the teeter totter. And the, I, you know, uh, sometimes it's like right in front of the, the path, uh, boot there where I'm hanging out and, and you see these little kids just like, just, Run and run they go, man. It's non crazy. It's yeah, a great sensation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you had some something else at, at uh, a couple races ago, right? You had a diff different kind of a... Uh, that was Ian from Stampede Bikes. Okay. Um, oh, they sell kids, kids' bikes, and okay. he has some ramps Okay. that the kids were having a blast on. Okay. So I didn't even mess with setting up the teeter-totter. The kids were good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the teeter-totter is just commitment. Um, it's easy to spot because if somebody's going too slow, they get about halfway up and stall. Whereas if they go fast enough, they get halfway up and kind of keep rolling and teeter-totter drops and they ride down the other side. 
So do you have do you bring these tools to to these skill clinics? Definitely, that's what it's built for. Uh, what are, what are the tools that you guys use uh, for these clinics? Uh, we have two two drop boxes also. Okay. Um, what are those? Can you describe them to people? They are a six foot long box. One is fourteen inches tall. The other one is eight inches tall. Okay. Um, so you know we start off with the the rider rolling off of it. Like, look, you don't even have to pull up. You can just roll off of it. Let the front tire drop. Put your weight back, and you can roll. Um, and then we get into, you know, creating some energy and pushing out, get, keeping that front tire in the air so it doesn't drop and landing flat. And then I move into getting people to preload. Okay. Um, actually push down on the bike and spring off the platform before they even leave the edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one's fun. <laughs> I got to see a kid. There was a, a youngster that was in the clinic at, during Revolution Bike Fest. And... Uh, Bo's son from Linked, mm-hmm. and uh, he was jumping over the ramps that Ian had put out. And I was like, nice. And he's <laughs> like, yep, learned it in the clinic. I was like, all right. Nice. Yeah. How many clinics do you put on a year? We're doing four a year. Four a year? Yeah. Okay. So so you you, you kind of spread them out throughout the year? Or we did. Okay. So you got, when's, when's the next one? This was this coming weekend? It is. And that's so, the last one of the year? Uh, we'll have another one. Uh, I think it's October 28th. Okay. So we'll start off in Irvine Park. Um, we'll use the, the ramps, make sure people can drop, and then we're going to actually go out in the oaks and do some trails out there. So we'll so, practice turns on the trail. So it's like a, like a, kind of like a step. Okay, so first, you know, learn how to, how to ride your bike, right, type of deal, like, you know, kind of in a controlled environment, right? And then, and then you kind of step it up to, to a little bit more of a... Learning to ride a bike is as simple as centripetal force. Uh-huh. The faster you go, the more upright you are. Okay. Um, so, you know, the first thing I'm going to tell someone to do, ride figure eights, stop, just track stand, you know, and do that a few times before you start your ride. Mm-hmm. Warm yourself up. You got, we have, we have so much muscle memory. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So. Now, uh, do you guys uh, have clinics for like women, you know, like just women only clinics? We did do one. Um, we got away from it in the sense of, we didn't need to segregate like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we break up into this, this coming, the clinic we're going to do, we have 22 ladies and, uh, like 10 guys. So we, we are dominant women. Um, but at the same time, we've got three women coaches of the six. So we're, we're accommodating it in that way. So it's okay. not a man driven sport. You, you think guys are like, oh, um, you know what? I know how to ride a bike. I don't need this. You know, like more of a pride thing. That's why they don't they don't want to sign up for these clinics. Um, there's a lot of that. Uh, you know, we know every. Well, I'm good. I, I go plenty fast, and yeah. uh, you know, I took clinics. Every time I took one, I learned something. Every time, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same, the biggest was it gave me stuff to practice. You know, when I started practicing my turns, it's like, okay, do this, this, this. Um, it, it helped a lot. Mm-hmm. So now I just have fun on the trails. It's a blast constantly. Hey, you do. <laughs> I've seen you. Uh, uh, let's talk about, um, oh man, well, just, let's get my mind. Okay. Your, your wife did this. Oh my goodness. This race. She right? did. So part of the reason we went to Ben this year was so Missy could do the Cascade 100. Okay. And, uh, I mean, what did it take to, to train for something oh like goodness. that? I mean, it, you you probably didn't see your wife for for very long, right? No, it, it was amazing. Uh, Gina, who also is part of Nondot, is a coach with CTS, and she wrote a p- training program. And the accountability was probably the biggest help. 
Uh, but at the same time, there are some two-hour, four-hour, six-hour rides wow. going into it. Um, how, long, but, how long did your wife train for that, for that race? January through – so seven months. Wow. Yeah. That's some of that was during snowboard season, so there wasn't too much time on the bike. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's mental. Uh, it definitely helped. We got out. We were there early. Uh, we rode all the trails. Uh, she was able to break it up into four sections. Mm-hmm. She did one section at a time. And she has an endurance. And she lasted 14 hours out there. Wow. Yeah, which is impressive. So uh, so that's what, 100 miles, right? Yeah. 14 hours? Yeah, 10,000 feet of climbing. Wow. Um, so do you guys have like a, like a pit strategy uh, going into this? Or is it, do they have like eight stations? They or? did. Okay. Um, so I was able to be at some of, some of them. Uh, one of them I got to ride to. So I still got a 40-mile ride in that day. Wow. Oh, yeah. 40 mile, right? That's what you do. Uh, so our trails here, you know, a mile is like 500 feet. There, a mile is 100 feet of climbing. Yeah. You, you pedal the downhills if you want to. That, that must be nice. Well, you, you know, that that's Oaks is like one of the hardest parks to ride because it's like up, 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 and then you get a, you get a short reward, and then you're, you're up, you know, you're pedaling up again. Yeah. I mean, if I can make a downhill 10 seconds longer... But be able to go faster with more control. Yeah, that seems like a win. Yeah, for sure. I love my downhills. <laughs> I don't want them to end. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was her like um, her goal for the year was to 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 do that race. And how does she place? Was she pretty? You know, was she mid pack or where was she at? She's wanted to she finish. Was, she was she was a finisher. Wow. Yeah. That's got that's an accomplishment right there. Just finish, it really was. You know, I'm I'm sure that the the attrition was pretty high and you know stuff like that where. You know, you're racing for, you know, 100 miles. Oh, yeah. No, she had to be careful. Probably yeah. didn't eat it. She said she probably didn't eat enough. Uh, there was one point when I, I gave her a banana, and she had a few bites of that that didn't sit well. Oh, okay. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but I didn't like it in the middle of the ride. <laughs> um, so do you guys have, like, a bucket list of what, what other, you know, where else you want to go to ride? Where, where it's like, you know, you see it on online or, or you know, read it in, in a magazine or something. You're ooh. like, dude, I want to go here. I know, huh? Right, There's so make many it places. a destination. Uh, m- my friends are going dict- to dictate where I go. Uh, it's who I'm with. Okay. So there's amazing trails everywhere and uh, amazing culture. I was in Europe. The culture there was amazing. But there's also big mountain riding in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely some places that I need to take Missy now that she can do 100 miles. She's going to be doing some bigger epic rides when we go on trips. So she's not done you know, doing these these big, big, big races. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I haven't even done a big race. My biggest ride's like sixty miles. My <laughs> wife's outridden me. So so you, you so you do you race at all? I mean, are you more like just having fun and uh, you know putting races on? I mean, do you have uh, any I, plans to race? I race once a year. Uh, Missy and I race tandem at Sea Otter. Yeah, and uh, we yeah. go up against uh, two <laughs> other couples, and we go up against them every year. It's a blast. Um, and then there's a couple father son combinations. Uh-huh. It's just this little unique community. Sea Otter's pretty awesome. Oh. Well, the event itself is yeah. an- another story. Yeah, it's I, you're around a bunch of mountain bikers. Yeah, that's right. And like-minded people having a good time. Yeah. Now the best was when I met a guy that was just—he doesn't even ride a bike. He's just there camping with the son because they like the group. They come every year. So they don't even—he doesn't ride. Yeah. Just he hangs just, out. Oh yeah. That's cool. I mean, it's just <laughs> probably the safest time for that campsite. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some of the campsites. They get pretty rowdy. Well, there's some of that too. <laughs> So uh, I would like to race the Oaks if I get a chance to. So uh, at what point will like these races be like like 
kind of on autopilot where you could go out and race? I mean, what what would it take for that to happen? Just more volunteers or, I mean. Our volunteers definitely make the race what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at every spot. They're entertaining the racers. And do you struggle with the trails close. Do you struggle with volunteers at, at all? Is it, is it hard to get we people? We have been very fortunate. We have an incredible community around us that allows us to have volunteers out there. Nice. Yeah. They're, I, they just, they're, they're amazing. And so, you, and, you know, it sounds like all the shops really get involved in, in uh, you know, at least having a few races out there and, you know, oh, yeah. set up a canopy. And um, <clears throat> what, uh, who, are the, who are the companies involved that help you guys put these races on? So we've got Pure Ride Cycles. Okay. Uh, Kristen and Sean. And uh, she does a lot of stuff. Uh, she does, she's in South County. Yep. Of El Toro. Right. And uh, she does tri- triathlon races. Oh, cool. She has groups that do that. Really? She's got groups that do cross, uh, road. She's, oh, it's amazing. Um, and then we got REI out there. Okay. And uh, REI actually sponsors multiple teams, so you don't see too many REI. <laughs> REI. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, the REI people were out there. They, they didn't have REI jerseys on. Uh-huh. Um, they were kind of doing their first race. It was kind of cool. Okay. And uh, they're stoked to be involved, but they're also involved in the trail work. Mm-hmm. They're involved in um, the grant money that we're building Craig Park with. So someday we might actually have a pump track in Orange County. Someday. Someday. Like I don't know. In the near future yeah. someday? or I don't know. And then we got Ro- <laughs> Rock and Road's another major sponsor of ours. Okay. And uh, they're great. Matt, hey. Matt comes out. Matt Ford, Stu, yeah. yeah. Stu comes out. Jeff's out there. Um, some of the shop managers will come out. They they have a they have a bunch they have what like four stores they do, so you keep an eye out for Ed from uh, the Anaheim store. He'll be at the Oaks race handing out Oreos oh, at the man. top of the. the that rock. sounds good. Yeah, Too bad I can't have them right now. You just gotta stick it in your mouth and go downhill. <laughs> it makes for good pictures. <laughs> oh, but then we got Mike over at Fullerton Bike. Mike Franz. Man. Oh man, great I supporter. A, I had him on the podcast, man. Lucky. Uh, yeah, right. He's awesome. Well, and then we got, He's in my top five. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we got bikethistrail.com, uh, Brandon and Ernesto that just want to be a part of the community. They're going around mapping tra- rides. Oh, okay. And uh, getting them up online. Uh, and then what, was, what? What are they called again? Bikethistrail.com. Okay. Dot com. Okay. Yeah. So it's like like a to- trail forks. Is that? It's kind of how I it think is? it's going to be similar to that. Okay. And it's just uh, um, just in, in our area right here. Or well, they have it- ventured out. Okay. Oh yeah. No, they're they're having a blast doing it. That's cool. Yeah, and they come to the races. They've raced. They've volunteered. They've spectated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're there to be a part of the community. Cool. So, and then uh, I've been Corey from OC Bike Garage has been coming out. Uh, he's in Lagoon Nagel. Okay. But interesting story. They actually pick your bike up from your house and take it and work on it and then take it back. That's convenient. I know, right? Mm. It's kind of like uh, what is that VeloFix or you know those vans that are driving around? Oh, yeah. You know they, uh, um, I seen them out on on the you know on the side of the road, you know, working on people's bikes and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And then we got Jack's Bicycle Shop, okay. and they have four stores. Yeah, I think they just opened a new one too. Really? Yeah. Dang. So. Yeah, uh, the the uh, that's pretty business good then. You know, if you got a, if you can open up another store. I mean, location. That's that's the key. It's the right location. Yeah. So, people, uh, a big big supporter of ours is uh, Think MTB. Okay. Uh, they're a mountain bike group, but just they love riding. 
It used to be called Think ASG, right? Or something it was. Like that. And that company got sold. Okay. Uh, ASG was the company that was sponsoring them. Oh, cool. That got sold. So they have a big presence at the, a lot of the, like, you're on uh, Dot and then at uh, Over the Hump as well. Yeah. And they've done some other stuff too. Out of Vell Lakes, they had a, a big presence out there for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, things go in cycles. Yeah. Um, different people change up what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the Path Bike Shop. The Path Bike Shop. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Tawny's awesome. Megan yeah. comes out, and uh, Greg's been coming recently to the races. The, uh, so. he's, he's got this cool bike that he built up. I can't I forget. It's like a tie bike or something like that. He had a he had some challenges with that bike, but you know it's all put together, and you know uh, he's a cool nice. dude. Yeah, for sure. Great group of racers there. Yeah, I used to race with those guys. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah, I was on the path team. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Roger's been coming out from Kenda. Yeah, I'm stoked to have him at the last couple of races. Awesome. So he's he's in. I'm I'm excited to have him there. Awesome. And then another key supporter of us of ours is Daniel Eitman from the Descent Race Team. Okay. And uh, he's I think he's been at every race. And then uh, they're 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 uh, connected with uh, Psychological, right? They are. So they're that's been, like a new new deal or something like that with those guys over there. It is. Bill Mole. He's cool. Bill's a cool dude. Is he? I haven't yeah, met him. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He's. He's a cool dude, yeah. Real, real down to earth. Guy. Yeah, those guys. They, that shop was close to where a lot of them lived. Uh-huh. Um, they were riding with Jack's bike shop before. Yeah, and uh, some of the guys that lived closer to the Jack's bike shops uh, stayed with Jack's. Okay, and uh, some of them went to Psychological and stayed right. with the Descent Race Team. Cool location, location, location. That's, that's, Time. That's, yeah, yeah. Time, and then of course, I think you guys all know Scott from Call to Creation. So yeah, Scott take some incredible photos for us, and we do things. Him, little, him and his wife. Uh, <laughs> Well, her her photos were better from Melody, so yeah, Melody's pretty cool. Man, she's awesome. She's awesome. And uh, and she doesn't have a pedal assist bike either, so she <laughs> she she has to work. Yeah. Oh man. Sorry, Scott. That's okay. They're the old man. There's, yeah. It was about mm, three or four months ago. Scott said he wanted to go for a ride with me. Like, Sweet. Did Sweet. he bring out his Levo? That's what I thought he was. Gonna, he said I got a new bike. I'm like, you got an e-bike, huh? So no. It, it wasn't. It was kind of a slow ride. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> That's right. No, it's a great photo. We actually, um, as Nanda, we we paid Scott. So yeah. all the photos are already paid for. That is awesome. And uh, That's you know, pretty the, rare, you know, uh, and, and especially like in a series, you, you know, usually you have to pay for your pictures, you yeah. know, and so... That's pretty cool that you guys uh, give them to the racers. Exactly. Well, is that, that's probably included in an entry fee or something like that, right? Or it, yeah, you guys worked just, out some kind of a deal. Exactly. No, we just... We paid for it, so Scott yeah. Scott's guaranteed to make money, and we're guaranteed not to have anybody posting pictures with watermarks. So, because I did not want to be in the middle of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been involved in something like that too. With yeah, one of our racers. I'm like, I don't like, want hey, anything. Man, take it down, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Go buy one. <laughs> Scott wants to make a living for taking photos and working I, his butt off. I ain't Go mad figure. at him. Yeah, I'll pay I ain't him. Mad at him. Yeah, exactly. Done. So, uh, what are the sponsors? Do you guys have any uh, any anybody else you want to give a shout out to? Replay timing does all our timing. I'm stoked to have Chris involved. And so, uh, Red Monkey Sports. Mike yeah. comes out every race. Mike Nasco. Oh my gosh, that boy is always there. Um, I'm stoked to have Share Mountain Bike Club be able to do trail work. But Steve Larson, president, volunteer galore. That mm-hmm. boy, he he's always there to help. Cool. So. It's awesome we have such such a uh, such a, a tight knit group of uh, of uh, the cycling family, you know, where you can reach out to somebody and you know get some help, even though they're 
maybe not be part of the same shop or whatever. You know, you can go out and, you know, somebody's going to help you out. And that's where the races really stand out. I mean, we're there because we all are competitive Mm -hmm. and uh, we all love biking and we really have that in common. At at that point, what shop you you go to, it's not about that. It's about how how fast you are definitely matters, Mm -hmm. Um, but how you act. I mean, if you're the last one across the finish line, are you throwing your bike or are you giving props to the guy that came in first? Mm -hmm. You know, who are you? Yeah. You know, what kind of racer are you? What right? kind of racer are What kind of rider? Yeah. Well, for me, I, after I get done at over the hump, uh, I'm just trying to hold my, you know, catch my breath, like trying not to puke. So I shouldn't ask you questions? <laughs> real, real difficult ones? Yeah. I just give, I just give somebody the stare, like, dude, just give me a minute. <laughs> so, and that's, I think you push too hard. Mm-hmm. I would suggest ease up and enjoy it. Um, you know, if you're going so hard, you can't give a high five to the volunteer. Really? Mm hmm. Are you winning? Why? Not, not me. <laughs> so there's so there's more aspects than just going as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, take advantage of everything else out there. Um, over the hump, we last week we were handing out uh, gummy worms. Mm. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. It just it made it fun. Yeah, and uh, it was a challenge for people to grab them. And, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I remember the the, the past did a uh, the bacon. No, the bacon when they were handing out bacon when the when the the race was at the or actual urban urban lake. They've done bacon a few times. Yeah, Brian Blair, man. Yeah, that boy. He he he's a that guy can run. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the races that I did at, at the at over the hump. Uh, there was a there's a I was catching a kid and I'm like, dude, just get on my wheel, man. You know, I'll, I'll try to pull you. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I saw him at one at uh, I saw him somewhere on the trail somewhere, and you know, it's like, hey, what's up? And you know, it was pretty cool just to you know recognize a kid, and he you know he recognized me, and you know, I'm I'm not I'm not fast up there, but, you know, so I, I try to encourage people, you know, and uh, especially when I see my brother or somebody that I know, it's like, hey, you know, keep going or whatever, and you know, I see their face like, yeah, I know, I'm doing my best, you know, yeah, but uh, I think I think racing brings out the uh, you know it can bring out the best of us or the worst of us depends on on what kind of person you are. You know, so, I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys that are focused on racing and somebody gets, you know, gets a flat or something. They're like, they don't even, hey, are you okay? In that type of deal. They're like, just that they're racing. But at the point that your heart rate's high, yeah. what decision are you? Do you make good decisions when your heart rate's high? No. 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 So, yeah, you yeah. know, that's a skill that you're practicing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I'm working on that with, with Kimmy Runner. She's helping me uh, do a, uh, a ra- I'm doing the race in November. Um, the, um, what? Uh, Blue. How big? Big it's one? It's the uh, eight-hour. Oh, nice. Solo? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Did you have a trainer? I know a good one. Well, Kimmy's helping me out. She's got me on on uh, on, a, on a little on the program right now. Okay. Uh, so uh, low heart rate and a lot of miles yeah. right now. Uh, and then next month, she's going to change it up on me. And then I uh, changed my eating habits. Um, I'm doing keto. I've... So. Wow. So it's just... I really want to do well. I want to beat somebody on the team that's going to do it with me. Okay. So um, I just want to see how how far I can go, and it's going to, you know, that kind of race. I've never done a big race before, and that's going to be, like, the biggest race that I've done so far. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. You're crazy. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. Especially with uh, people supporting me, so that's what that's what makes it I think a few possible. people know who you are. Yeah, yeah, that, for sure. It makes it really fun when you know everybody. Yeah. When people are calling your name out, yeah, <laughs> and that, you know what's cool now is we can get nameplates or number plates with our names on them now. Okay, is, we, is that is that what you guys are doing now? Well, and 
You can. You can yeah. if you bought the sign up ahead of time. You got to get okay. sign ups in three weeks ahead of time. Okay. Um, we actually printed number plates for the whole series. Okay. Um, so, and uh, found out about the whole name thing a little bit late for some of our series people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next year, uh, yeah. And it was great. Uh, Vision Quest had names on it. So you have writers going by you. You're like, yeah, go, Chris. Yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, have, nah, do I know you? <laughs> they have no idea. But, you know, you're calling out. When you hear your name, you pedal faster. Right. That's right. all there is to that it. Is, that is very true. Do uh, you have any plans uh, to maybe doing like an enduro type of a race at, in a park system? Is it possible to do an enduro race in a park system? I don't think so. I don't think that's what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, if, uh, who's, who's they? The Rangers? The, the parks. The parks? Yeah. So, if anything, I think I could see more an endurance race happening. Um, okay. Maybe something where we don't close the trails. We just have it directional for a day or for a time frame. And, uh, That'd be cool to do. It would be really cool. Where, where, what park would you think you, you can Come do it? Come on. A- San Diego Oaks, of course. <laughs> no. My favorite park. <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the park where the, the hikers are respecting us. Uh, they know that the bikes are out there. and uh, I think because it, we, uh, I think maybe there's more of a, of a cycling uh, presence at Oaks maybe than, than any other, other, other parks maybe. There's a lot of locals. Yeah. And uh, you know, ever since I've been riding there with Switchback Cyclery, we're just nice to every. You're nice. You help people. You you greet them. If somebody's lost, you you stop and talk, mm-hmm. and uh, that has continued on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, so is that in the plans? Maybe in the works, or maybe, maybe it's not. in my head. It's in your head. I can tell you that right now. And, <laughs> That's uh, good. That's yeah. a good thing. <laughs> you have any plans to expand uh, doing other races, like um, maybe other parks or something like that? Try to no. Mm. That's going to be based on demand. Okay. Not not quite enough demand for mountain bike races right now. Okay. Is it just because there's so many races, the race series going on, or I mean, what 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 are the struggles with you know trying to trying to get more more racers at at, at an event? It's getting new people to come up and start racing. Uh, it's definitely intimidating. It's like, well, uh, I can't win. I've looked at my Strava times, and but and that's where it's convincing them. It's it's not about winning it's about how do you do with other people around you and the in the pressure mm-hmm. um how do you do with spectators and how do you do with people cheering for you calling your name out mm-hmm. um but also something to train for and that's the training part kind of led me into the the enduro mm-hmm. or not the enduro the endurance race yeah doing something longer that people could train for mm-hmm. uh, but i believe there's people out there that would have to train to do 15 miles yeah and uh, especially at race pace right you know something that I take for granted. Doesn't mean everybody does. Yeah. Um, so. Well, the Oaks race. I mean, at least you. You know, when you start the race, you know, you have a fast, flat. You know. You know, beginning. fire road to warm yeah. up. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. The, the the group gets split up. Great. Yeah, so. I, I I've done that race once, and I got. I kept up with 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 some of the guys in the flats, and then all of a sudden, like Mountain Go comes, and I'm like. All right, man. I'll see you later. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I ended up catching one guy. He ended up getting a flat. So I was like, "All right, cool. Hey, you know what? At least yeah. I caught somebody." That works. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's. You, you have any uh, takeaways um, before we we end the show, John? No. Uh, glad we got to do this. Yeah. Um, any uh, any kind of advice for people that want to come out and do a race for the first time? They're they're nervous. They're like you were saying. You know, they look at the Strava time. I mean. I mean that's part of part of the uh, of the skill clinics, right? I mean to kind of build people up, you know what I mean, to encourage them a little bit. Yeah, the skills are more like we don't want you to crash, so we're gonna try to teach. We're gonna teach you proper etiquette. Right. Um, maybe like a, 
that, manual that, for your car. That's that's driving that's one school. of the struggles that uh, I see. You know, with with a lot of mountain bikers is troll etiquette. Oh gosh, you know. Um, so the the problem with that is usually you're going to learn it from the faster guys or the guys the the lead guy. But if your lead is too far away for you to hear him or even know what's going on, you don't have anybody to learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes. You know, some of the group rides will do it in a group setting. Everybody goes nice and mellow. And then it takes that leader to do good communication, but also that communication to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn from our peers. Right. It, you don't even have to teach somebody. You can just start doing it. They'll pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And it just it happens. But, yeah, no, if you come out to the race, uh, you definitely you can find people to ride with. You'll meet people. And uh, it's an incredible community. Yeah, and are you and you you guys usually do like a uh, like pre rides before the race, right? Yes. And you guys send that you know you, you do like email blasts or like on social media. <laughs> well, usually I do it the weekend before. Okay. Uh, for the Oaks, we're we're gonna do it two weeks before because of uh, the holiday. Mm-hmm. So. And it's so you guys just meet up at Oaks or something, or where do you guys meet? We up? meet at Irvine Park, right there where the venue is. Okay. Uh, and then we take off and do a loop. Different groups, like different. We do uh, break up in groups. Okay. When we did the Aliso pre-ride, I was like, "Okay, I'm doing the advance. I'm I'm gonna go for three, three climbs. I'm doing the elite loop." Oh dang! Well, I wanted how, to ride. How was that? It was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd done a lot. I'd done a few group rides that week, and I was like, "I I need to push." Yeah. And uh, I'll probably uh, might get to do it for those. I'll probably have to take the intermediate group. Okay. Uh, Sean from Pure Rides gonna be there helping out, and uh, I know he's got to do that. He's he's faster than I am. <laughs> Was that hard for you to say? <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I can't complain. Oh, man. No, that, that doesn't bother me a bit. Yeah. I, I'm okay. I can go ride with them. Yeah. You know, if I get to the top of the hill 30 seconds later, it's not like I'm puking. Yeah. I just have to go a little bit slower. Right. Mm, right. Not the end of the world. <laughs> not at all. Um, Didn't, uh, um, back to Oaks, uh, wasn't um, John Ganahl, wasn't he like, kind of helping with like some of the materials and stuff like that and um oh yeah initially. No, he's, he's donated money the past m- past few years i haven't seen him around at any of the races i mean is he still he's still riding have you seen him at all i haven't seen him okay i have a feeling he's been working too hard yeah. i think they ganal lumber opened up a new store oh, okay um you know he's just like all of us we like we're workers yeah we, we love to work whether right. it's you know to make money or on the bike right right and uh yeah, but we he, like a challenge. Yeah, but he's you know that's pretty awesome for him to to donate some stuff to, to the trail system. Yeah. Um, what what kind of tools are needed to to sustain oaks, you know, or to kind of keep what we have and not you know lose it through erosion or anything like that? I mean, can we put pavers somewhere? You know, like you know, especially like when you you kind of going through shoots, you know, how it's, it's developing a rut. Oh yeah. So the where those ruts, it's a matter of digging drainage. Okay. And uh, you can dig a little. You can fill a little. Uh, I don't think we need pavers. Our, again, we have good dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were in the forest where we had de- like decomposing pine needles mm-hmm. that don't form yeah. or stick together, then yeah. But no, our dirt, hard. I mean, the oaks is hard as a rock out there. Yeah. And uh, But you know, if we all ride in the same area, we build a little luge. The water goes down it. The water digs a trench. And it doesn't know how to get up over that. It doesn't know how to get out. You, <laughs> we have to physically, yeah, help di- it, help it. Yeah, <laughs> go this way, go downhill. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so you you want to work on signage for Oaks? Mm, I that's they. It's in their process. OC Parks is working on signage. Okay. 
So it it's going to come down to but when they budget it. Um, they'll, I'm sure they're going to spend a good amount of money on it. It's mm-hmm. going to look nice. Okay. And, uh, you know, the, the, the side effect is we could see more trail users. Mm-hmm. After we get the signage up, people are going to feel more comfortable. Okay. Um, this year we had a lot of increase in trail users when the register did an article about all the wildflowers out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They came in herds. It was amazing. That's awesome. It was. That's awesome. It's it good, just, great for the park system. It, it's great for people. Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah. What are your uh, um, what are your thoughts on um, pedal assist bikes? Yay, nay. I mean, you have to have some kind of a they opinion. Uh, they're amazing. I but mean, the I, technology I, we have now is great. But, but are they a lot? I mean, there's they, there's rules and you know yeah, you know. So the I whole mean, classification of them came about. Um, OC Park said that they are not allowed in the parks. Okay. Uh, they decided to just go that route. Okay. Um, so what I mean. What happens yeah. if people are out there? I mean, we don't want to be like trail Nazis, but um, you know, there's got to be a certain point where there's got to be some kind of enforcement about it, right? You know, as long as long as you can't really tell it's an e-bike, really, I I don't know. I mean, if somebody <laughs> looks like they're on a motorcycle, then sure, yeah, they're they're gonna get a hard time given to them. Um, mm-hmm. If they pass me going too fast, I might get a little bit of ego, yeah, toward I, down. But that's I, I, I was know. listening to uh, to. Uh, to Tawny's podcast, and they were talking about some of their bikes that they have in Europe that they don't want to bring them here because they're might be too fast of a of a bike, you know, for our system, oh, trail system. Man, I believe it. So, I mean, but I mean, eventually it's going to happen because you know it's all about you know money and you know trying to grow their business. Yeah, but there's a big market for commuting. Um, and Ben, when we were in Bend, I mean, you ride your bike every, everywhere. I mean, there's people. With e-bikes, with kids on the front, kids on the back, uh, they use them for transportation like crazy. Yeah, and uh, we can go that route here. Well, uh, I know Santa Ana; they're they're working on um, making bike lanes. Sure, you know, and and I saw on the news, uh, not Santa Ana, but there's another city that they built the bike lane. Right, they built like these barriers, and and now they're like fighting for it because they're like it's causing too much problems. And oh yeah, you know, it's like, but. Where where do you want these people to ride their bikes? I'm not you can't ride them on the sidewalk, right? No. So obviously we got to ride them on the street. Yeah. You know, and we want to keep ourselves safe. And you know, there's a, you know there's a lot of traffic here in in, in, in Southern California, right? <laughs> yeah. Just no, a little it's, bit. It's, <laughs> there, there's definitely some challenges there. So at least the cities are, are trying to do something to to protect the cyclist. Yeah. You know, but what happens when the community doesn't want it? It's like, well, what what about our safety? You know, the, the guys that are commuting, like you're saying, commuting, Oh yeah. you know, to and from work or whatever, or they have their kids and their families riding around. I mean, we got to keep, you know, we got to keep ourselves safe, too. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen. Economics. I mean, gas went up to 4 or $5 a gallon. We were close to getting there. Yeah. And then it came back down. You yeah. Know, you get gas up to $10, $20 a gallon, economics will play, do, the, do the work for us. Yeah, you get, you're going to be spending, like, Fifteen dollars on a gallon of milk too. Well, yeah, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but th- there's other there's other catalysts that can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just fighting, just fighting for it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but but uh, you know, for me, I like you know to see Santa Ana because I grew up in Santa Ana. So to see them do something that's it's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. they're they're re- restriping the streets and they're you know they're making these bike lanes, which is which is great. Yeah. No, my yeah. Missy and I have one car. Uh, we can ride to work. Uh, we don't have to drive to the trails, mm-hmm. a- and you know we have a, a driveway to park in. Yeah, and we have the whole thing. Yeah, so it's it's great, and but cars take up a lot of space. They do. I mean, they're nece- they're they're not a necessity. Well, 
for what, what you've, I, you've for, been taught that for what I do. Yeah. You know, I got to Oh, my work truck work. Yeah. Work's yeah. another story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, my brother likes to go to Oaks and you, you, so we're like, we try to mix it up, but it's like, we always stick to Oaks because that's where he likes to ride, you know, just like you, you know, I'm sure you've seen Good him out, man. you know, you, you've seen him out on the trails, you know, that's, that's where his go-to is. He wants to ride Oaks. Oh, yeah. He's even helped me do trail work a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to get him out there next time. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, for the racers doing trail work, uh, you know, if you can get one trail work day in a year, definitely try to get a photo of it. Um, the racers need to encourage the masses that, mm-hmm. hey, this is, it's okay to do trail work. Okay. It's okay to give back. Um, and it's actually a really good workout. Um, and you'll be amazed when you actually hike the trails, you get to look at lines so much more. Mm-hmm. You see a lot. Cool. Where can people go uh, uh, check out your, your race schedule and, and events? Nondotadventures.com. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. John, I appreciate you coming to the show and uh, sharing sharing so many awesome uh, stories. And uh, just to get people stoked on on uh, on not only racing, but riding their bikes and, and being better better mountain biker through your skill clinics. Oh, yeah. You know, And, and your passion, yeah. obviously, for Oaks, because that's, that's our, you know, that's our, I call it my backyard. That's my backyard. That's where I ride. It's mine, you know? too. So... Great. Thank you for, for the, uh, coming to the show, John. You got it. Talk to you soon.